Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Elizabeth Keener, Chief Growth Officer at Nortal. How are you doing today, Elizabeth? I'm great there. How are you? I'm excellent. Thank you. Appreciate you spending some time with us. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and about Nortel. So I'm based in the New York City area, and my background is in marketing and advertising initially, and then I drifted closer and closer to technology as my career matured. And now I am with Nortel, which is a leading digital transformation consultancy with Estonian roots, although we have an intercontinental footprint now in Europe, North America, and the Middle East. Um, from what I understand, saying you have Estonian roots is an understatement. You kind of put them on the map in terms of uh, digital transformation. Is that the case? That is absolutely the case. Nortel led Estonia's e-government strategy and delivered more than 40% of the country's digital transformation end-to-end. And now we're bringing a lot of those skills and that experience to countries like Germany, Finland, uh, even Nigeria and Oman. So we have uh, definitely the strategy, design, and business and technology acumen to transform both governments. And, and lately, even more and more of our work is coming from the private sector and the enterprise. So Nortel being over 20 years old, we used to see uh, our primary revenue coming from government and public sector. Now that is 46% of our revenue, and we're seeing 54% of our revenue coming from enterprise. So you said over 20 years. When did Nortel come to be? What's the origin story of the company? Yeah, so Nortel came to be in the year 2000. Uh, before it was known as Nortel, the original name of the company was Web Media. And uh, using a name like that, uh, that may, may date it a bit. So uh, Nortel was founded in 2000 and is headquartered in Tallinn, Estonia. It's 100% employee-owned. Our founder and CEO, Preet Alame, is actually an economist by his education and training. So he uh, takes a view of the world that is definitely one that's focused on looking at major macroeconomic trends, looking at major impacts uh, to society and, and demographics. So although we are very much uh, a technology forward company, I have a great appreciation for our outlook on, on the world and the faces, uh, the forces, I should say, that are shaping our world and our society. So we have had as our customers, as I mentioned, public authorities, Fortune 500 companies, as well as mid-sized enterprises. And we try to take a strategically technology agnostic position meaning that we have established relationships with all of the hyperscalers, uh, but we do really try to create the very, very best solutions for any clients that we're working with. I, I know, you know, digital transformation is a, is a hot topic. It's a fairly broad subject. What are the most common problems that you're solving for your clients these days? I think a lot of the problems that we're solving are, are centered around, in some cases, data, um, now that everyone is in such a frenzy around chat GPT and, and different forms of generative AI, it's, it's such a buzz, but without having the right level of data maturity and data governance, 
realizing any benefit or creating the right business cases for AI within an organization might be frankly impossible. So whether it is working with organizations to help them to design and build uh, a data mesh uh, to even working with organizations on cybersecurity, cyber resilience, I think that there are core building blocks to any company or public sector entity showing the right degree of digital transformation readiness um, to be able to exponentially grow and build upon a very solid foundation and base. So we at Nortel uh, like to say that we, on, on the best days, aspire to deliver seamless experiences. But seamless experiences require a breakdown of organizational silos. They require uh, an easy flow of data that isn't locked up in compartments under certain business units that it gets uh, stifled because it's not flowing uh, across the organization. So there's lots of prerequisites, if you will, that is, uh, you know, sort of like the, <laughs> the stuff in the basement is a crude analogy of like uh, what needs to be done right from a, a fundamental foundational or infrastructure standpoint in order for the experiences that we enjoy to be able to flow and, and be realized. And, you know, sometimes these things to us as users feel very effortless, but there is always a, a very a complex underpinning uh, behind it that needs to work. Yeah, you have a very large playing field to level before the end user has a seamless experience. Absolutely. Now, you mentioned... Um, governments and private sector, small to medium and even enterprise business. Is there a particular size or type of company that you work best with? So we work with companies of all sizes from, I would say, mid-sized companies on up. On the public sector side, uh, a lot of our work is oriented around core digital infrastructure, uh, getting involved in democracy and state governance, social benefits and services, uh, particularly in, in Europe and in GCC, government healthcare, and we have a, a very strong track record in public finance management. So for those in the U.S., uh, think of that as the, the IRS, as well as justice and security. Then on the enterprise side, uh, particularly with our team in Finland, but this is a growing capability for us in the industry 4.0 space, uh, we have a lot of experience in platform and process design and optimization, and we've done a significant amount of work in the consumer space, both with conversational AI, B2B and B2C commerce, and also service design and even employee experience. In healthcare, which is again something that we don't necessarily have in the United States, uh, we've worked with a lot of nations on creating and implementing their national health record. Uh, and then the secure identification of that uh, in a distributed ledger. In the energy and resources space, we've done a lot of work around supply chain management and we've worked with biofuels companies. Uh, we're currently working with a global solar company. So I am quite excited about the fact that we are, in fact, very instrumentally involved in working with companies that are part of the energy transition and, and working with new clean energy sources. And on the financial services and insurance side, we've done identity management work and core banking modernization and automated data management. So it's it's quite a vast array of 
capabilities and industries that we touch. But I think that is what makes myself and, and the people on our team so excited to come to work every day because week after week, month after month, you always have a new challenge that you're working on. And there's sometimes commonalities and similarities across industries that, that could surprise you that we can leverage uh, knowledge and experience from one industry and apply it to another. So uh, we try to work uh, with, with very diverse uh, multidisciplinary teams, but there is often things that we can pick up from projects that we've done in the past that end up being accelerators uh, to help us move even faster. I would think that your experience in such heavily um, compliance, governance, and security-related areas, government, and would really appeal to all these sort of enterprise businesses as they look to you as a possible source of, of digital transformation help. So um, kudos to you for that. What, Aside from that broad experience and that level of governmental expertise, what makes Nortel stand out from its competition? I think that what makes us stand out the most is our ability to blend our resilience and cyber capabilities like real-time threat detection and embedded cyber skills into the rest of the framework and the value chain that, that we really derive and define for our clients. So we have worked uh, with the, the Estonian government and increasingly other people are starting to think about, uh, I would say, a level of maturity beyond having a good user experience is having proactive uh, user experience based on triggers. And, and one of those triggers could be life events. So before you know you need something, uh, that service gets delivered uh, to you. And a famous example of this is uh, in Estonia, if you're a mother who's having a child, the government knows the baby was born and you don't have to lift a finger to collect any of your social benefits uh, that you're entitled to. Uh, they will just show up, the direct deposit shows up to your bank account, <laughs> whatever shows up at your front door happens automatically. So uh, making this shift from feeling seamless to even effortless, I think is something that we challenge ourselves to do every day. So it is, uh, you know, bringing in underlying intelligence uh, to our systems and making sure that, you know, most companies say that they deliver value to their clients, but we are very, very serious about working with our customers to set up the right criteria to say, well, what is important that we're measuring uh, and making sure that we're clear on the AO, uh, the ROI and measuring that from day one. So. In some cases right now, um, that, that may be driven by cost optimization, but there's often many other KPIs or sources of ROI or measurement that people are interested in. So embedding that into the products and solutions that we deliver, I think could be really powerful as well, as we have enjoyed uh, with many of our clients, uh, very long relationships, uh, and some of them have been since the year Nortel was founded. So. I always say, you know, the, the greatest sign that your company is doing good is when you have these 20 year long relationships that people have stuck with us because they see this uh, consistency of value being delivered. And this is something that uh, at the cornerstone of, of Nortel is this real focus on value. Excellent. Well, tell me about the COVID years, um, the challenges and, and how you managed to grow the business and what sort of impact COVID had on Nortel in the last couple of years. 
Yeah, so I, I just caught the the tail end of COVID uh, since I've been at Nortel, but I will say um, as somebody who was leading a digital transformation during the COVID years in general is COVID put everyone's the digital transformation or digitization, digital service delivery on steroids. And for me, the exciting thing now, um, you know, hopefully after post-COVID, is to keep the momentum around continuing to invest, continuing to accelerate, and continuing to mature some of the offerings that COVID forced or rushed. I think the the biggest question right now still remains, and I was at an event, in fact, in, in New York City yesterday, where a lot of people were wishing that they were spending more time with their team in the office than they necessarily were. And this was a, another technology company. And I think COVID was maybe a wonderful time for introverts, uh, but for people who do uh, derive a, a great source of energy from being with their colleagues and their peers, um, I think we're still in the middle of, even though we've had <laughs> years of conversation now about what the future of work looks like, we're still in a place that we're trying to figure out what is the right balance of this uh, work from anywhere mentality versus the, the true value that can be unlocked by bringing teams together in person. Of course, that makes sense. All right, switch gears to your your marketing cap. Uh, what role has content played in the growth of Nortel? So content has been very important, especially because we are working in companies and countries all over the world. So as we create thought leadership and as we share our stories and case studies, doing everything from working with the Botswana Unified Revenue Service um, to, you know, clients in, in North America where we're doing, you know, corporate security or e-commerce engagements. I think that we rely um, very much on, on storytelling. And many times that storytelling takes the form of content marketing. I think for all of us, um, being able to tell a good story, rather, whether that is a story that is read in video format, um, in an infographic or a story that you're telling your fellow passenger you're sitting next to you in an airplane, uh, we are trying to ingrain more and more uh, storytelling DNA into everybody in the company. Uh, so for me, this is very important. When I joined Nortel, one of the first things I did was uh, update our brand and, and work with the team to launch a new website. I think the the next big hill that I want us to take as a team is getting smarter on content marketing uh, so we can, you know, I, I guess build that into our muscle memory with a little more ease and, and look at, you know, also what is the right way to do that whilst running a global organization where we have, you know, obviously multiple languages and, and formats to look at there. That all makes sense to me. All right. Fast forward a year from today, what are some things that you'd like to be celebrating personally and professionally? I think a year from today, I would like to be celebrating the successful acquisition of five companies, which is something we're trying to do within a year's time. So that would be something to celebrate. I would say that we are in well into the post-merger integration of, of five new companies globally. That is a big one for me. And 
I think in a year, I would also like to see the the si the revenue size uh, for us in North America double from what it is today, because I think that we have uh, so much market potential and growth potential um, in North America to realize that that would be something else I'd be really excited about. Excellent. All right, please tell us what is your URL? Where can people find Nortel? And what social media outlets are you using these days as well? Yeah, so our URL is very simply www.nortal.com. So we are easy to find, um, relatively easy to spell as long as you remember it's an A at the end. And we are using LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If there's others that we should be using, <laughs> maybe that's something you can advise, Andrew. Um, <laughs> but those are the the primary ones for now, I would say. Well, it's true. I do know a guy. It is true. Elizabeth Keener of Nortel, thank you for spending some time with us today on Business Ninjas. I wish you and Nortel all the best in the future. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Andrew. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io, and schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.